Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports on all of your platforms. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook Live, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and of course you can check everything out at HarpOnSports.com. What do we have in store for you on this Sunday night? Dan Mullen done. What now? Where next? Where do the Gators go from here? Also, we're going to look at all of the openings and tell you who should go where. Who should go where? What's the smart hire for each school? So we're going to look at that as well. And also a little college football playoff prediction. So an entire college football podcast video for you tonight. Okay. Dan Mullen's done. I, you know, you look back less than a year ago, this team was what? Seven and one right around this time a year ago, this team was seven and one in route to an SEC East crown, getting ready to lock horns with Alabama. A lot of thought along the process, at least along the way, that if Florida would have dumped Alabama, they'd end in the college football playoff. Fall asleep at the wheel for the first half against LSU. Can't get out of it. And since then, yikes. Think about that moment. Think about where we were at the beginning of the year with the comeback against Alabama, and it's completely fallen off the rails. Only teams that Florida has beaten since that Alabama game are Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Oh, sorry, and Sanford. And it's one of these situations where the fan base has turned on Dan Mullen. Scott Strickland's in a little bit of hot water. You bring him back next year. When when you get to this point with the fan base, where you say to them, okay, if he goes 10-2 and two next year and his losses are to Florida State and Georgia, is that okay? And when you get to the point where it's, no, it's not, then you've lost him. I understand the move from going on from him. I do. I hate it for him, but I do. This fan base now is where Nebraska was after Bo Pelini. It is. This fan base is now is where Nebraska was after Bo Pelini. What happened after Bo Pelini? They brought in Mike Riley. He went 19 and 19. They cleared out Mike Riley. And then what'd they do? Then they brought in Scott Frost. Now, will this program go in that direction? No, I think there's too much talent in the state of Florida. You can stumble into eight and four. You just can. But it's one of these situations when it comes to this job. And this is the question I have. What what do you want to be? What's your definition of success? And a lot of times you get really, really lame answers, and I'm not going to give you that. You know what the definition of success here at Florida? You have to go to the SEC championship game every other year. You do. You have to go to the SEC championship game every other year. If you don't go to the SEC championship game every other year, then you need to win it every four. You can never go below 500 unless it's in year one. Brian Kelly in year six at Notre Dame went four and eight since then. They've had five straight 10-win seasons. No team in the history of Notre Dame's done that. I tweeted that out. Somebody tweeted back at me. Yeah, but he's never won a national championship. There's where your standard is, national championship. That's where it is. And if not, they're going to get rid of you. They are. They're going to get rid of you. So what do you want to be? We want to be disciplined on both sides of the ball. What do you want to be? What do, you, do you want to have attitude? Do you want to have swagger? Then Lane Kiffin's the guy. And my source, who I trust a lot, is telling me it's Lane Kiffin's job if he wants it. This is Lane Kiffin's job if he wants it. $8 million a year is what we're looking at. So what are we looking at? Eight years, $44 million? Write that down. Write, write down eight years, $44 million for Lane Kiffin. Let's see how close Uncle Seth gets here. It's his if he wants it. And I look at Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's been successful as a head coach in three places. He had SC at 10-2. and two. He was good at Florida Atlantic. Won their conference, didn't they? 
And at Ole Miss, he's 10-2 and two and going to be in the top 10, or 9-2 and two and going to be in the top 10. Lane Kiffin's about ready to take Ole Miss in year two to a major bowl game in the same division as Alabama, LSU, who won the national championship two years ago. Now, I know they've fallen off, but he's going to go 10-2. 10-2 at USC, 10-2 at Alabama. What, he win 10 games at FAU? As head coach, he's had double-digit win seasons in three places. Not good enough for you? I don't like his attitude. Okay, Billy Napier is my guy. What do you know about Billy Napier? That's what I always get if I fascinating about this like billy napier is the guy oh come on why he's been very successful at louisiana great boy if that isn't a litmus test everybody that loves billy napier oh look he's the number two recruiter number one recruiter in his conference well i'd hope so if you're considering for a job like this i look at a guy like billy napier i think he's a good football coach do i if you're gonna sit here and tell me that dan mullen wasn't ready for florida a Dan Mullen that had Mississippi State ranked number one in the country. A Dan Mullen that produced Dak Prescott. A Dan Mullen that led Mississippi State to the Orange Bowl in a top 10 ranking in year four at Mississippi State. You're going to tell me that guy wasn't ready for this Florida job? A guy that had coached here and won two national titles here as an offensive coordinator? He wasn't ready. He's not ready for the Florida job. But Billy Napier is. Why? Well, he recruited under Nick Saban and Dabo Swinney. Dabo fired him. Devil canned him. <laughs> so, isn't isn't Billy Napier just a better version of Eli Drinkwitz? Eli Drinkwitz is in his second season, isn't he, at Missouri? Do you know who Billy Napier lost to two years ago in the Sun Belt Championship game? Eli Drinkwitz in App State. Billy Napier's Eli Drinkwitz, isn't he? Going eleven and one in the uh, in, in the Sun Belt. He's not. No, he's so much better than that. Okay. If you say so. I don't mind. I think he's a good coach. And I think there's actually a fit for him in here. But this whole notion that, oh, he's the guy, without a doubt. He's the guy. It's who I want. Why? Who's he beaten? Three years ago, he beat Iowa State. So he's feasted by eating up, devouring Sunbelt schools. Isn't he? Isn't? Isn't. Billy Napier. Kind of like P.J. Fleck? No, P.J. Fleck actually took a mid-major into a major bowl game. Billy Napier hadn't done that. P.J. Fleck actually beat multiple Big Ten teams. Billy Napier hasn't beaten an SEC team. He beat, a, he beat Iowa State three years ago. You want to fall in love with the cat, fine. I think he's a good coach. But if you're going to sit here and tell me Dan Mullen wasn't ready for Florida... But Billy Napier is. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is. What do you want to be? Freddie, Bob Stoops. It's funny because I've got Bob written down here three. If you love the past, do you like disco? You like disco? Bob Stoops. You think Bob Stoops going to out-recruit Kirby Smart? Bob Stoops thrived in a Big 12 that what? All he had to do was beat Mac Brown. That's all he had to do. Beat Mac Brown. Beat Mac Brown in Texas. And then at the end, when Mac Brown was done at Texas, he had a cycle, didn't he? What do you have? Charlie Strong. Did he have Tommy Herman in there once? Did he get to that point? And nobody, nobody lost big games more than Bob Stoops. That's what's funny about this. Florida fans and everybody rags on Kirby Smart for losing big games. Nobody lost big games more than Bob Stoops. What was Bob Stoops in the national title game? One and three? One and four? He was, wasn't he? I remember one year they got beat by Kansas State. Didn't want, they got beat by Kansas State one year. 
in the Big 12 championship game. They lost a couple Big 12 championship games. Now, Josh Heupel, when he was in Oklahoma, they had a great defense. They were awesome, and they won. But that was 2000, a long time ago, gang. I like Bob. I think Bob's a good coach. But you're going to track down Kirby Smart and the rest of these young hotshots with the guy that's been out of the league for four years, out of the out of the game for four years? Everybody loves the past. That's why we get so many sequels and remakes. We do. Oh, another thing, Gator fans. Knock it off with the guy that he has to be a Gator. Got to be a Gator. Got to have. He's got to be a Gator. And I keep hearing Kerwin Bell. Kerwin Bell. Kerwin Bell. Kerwin, Kerwin Bell got fired from JU. Kerwin Bell got canned from JU. He couldn't win at JU. You're going like, to lead the Gators? Gosh. Got to be a Gator. Fire Tim Tebow. There you go. Kerwin Bell. Oh, come on. That's ridiculous. Is Nick Saban from Alabama? Is he an Alabama guy? No. He's not, is he? Mm-mm. Look around the college football landscape. Now, you can tell me on Kirby. Kirby's a George guy. You bet. If I mean elite coordinator in major college football, then you may talk me into it. But even hiring a coordinator as a head coach is scary stuff. Will Muschamp, eh, didn't work. Go out and getting a hotshot coordinator to be your next head coach. It's tough to do. If you never run a program, it's tough to do. So, I, I, you know, you have to decide what you want to be. And none of this lame, we want to be competitive. And no, 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 what do you want to be? Do you want to have arrogance? Do you want to have pomp and circumstance? A little swagger? Then Lane Kiffin's your guy. You want a guy that's a stable guy that is able to beat up on the bottom feeders? Then it looks like Billy Napier's your guy because that's what he does. He, he rolls through the Sun Belt, just like Eli Drinkwitz did. Eli Drinkwitz went 11-1 and at App State, 12-1 and at App State. That's why he got hired at Mizzou. Billy Napier is Eli Drinkwitz. Tell me why he's not. Again, Florida should hire Lane Kiffin. My guy tells me, again, who I trust, it's Lane's job if he wants it. It's Lane's job if he wants it. Not going to be spurrier. It's not, you know, there are many benefits from working for the university, but good gracious. The echo chamber. The echo chamber is absurd. It is. I understand from moving on from Dan. I do. If you whiff on Lane Kiffin, then what? If you whiff on Lane Kiffin, then what? Who? Matt Campbell? Matt Campbell's done a nice job at Iowa State, but 9-3 and three is not good enough. Okay, you ready to open up the bank? Gator fans, you ready for your season tickets to go up 10 bucks a game? You can go, go, you can go pinch Lincoln Riley away from Oklahoma and pay him $14 million a year. Go do it. Break the, break the wheel when it comes to, to money. Go break it. Go spend that money. SEC payout, payouts about ready to go up $10 million a year. Here's what you do. Here, here's the smart play. Here's what should happen, and that's where we're going next. Florida should hire Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin should hire Jeremy Pruitt as a defensive coordinator. Lane Kiffin and Jeremy Pruitt were together at Alabama under Nick Saban. Jeremy Pruitt is a good defensive coordinator. He was a good defensive coordinator at Georgia. He won a national title at Florida State as defensive coordinator. And he won a national championship at Alabama as defensive coordinator. Lane Kiffin and he were together, weren't they? He and Lane Kiffin were together at Alabama. That's the hire. Jeremy Pruitt is the hire for the defensive coordinator job. Charlie Strong, you guys live in 15 years ago, man. 15 years ago. Don't we think the game's changed here a little bit? What's next for Dan Mullen? Before I get into who should hire who, I think Dan Mullen, if he's going to go coach collegiately, the perfect fit for him is TCU because recruiting has always been a question mark for him. 
at TCU. He can grab Dak Prescott. Where's TCU at? It's in Fort Worth, right? TCU's in Fort Worth, right next to Dallas. Where's Dak Prescott play? Dallas. If TCU were smart, they'd hire Dan Mullen. Because all you got to do is, Dan Mullen, you put your arm around Dak Prescott in Dallas, look around the state of Texas, which is by far and away the best high school football state in America. You put your arm around him, if you're Dan Mullen, and you say, look what I did. I, I, I made the coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott's going to be the, the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys for the next, what, seven to ten years? As long as Dak Prescott is the coach of the Dallas Cow- or the quarterback for the Cowboys, Dan Mullen's relevant. If TCU were smart, they'd hire Dan Mullen. Now, does Dan Mullen want to stay in the college ranks? I don't know. If he wants to go to the NFL, Kellen Moore is a hot, hot, hot name. How about this? This, this could happen. Kellen Moore is a hot name. A lot of people talk about Kellen Moore is going to get hired as an NFL head coach at the end of the year. Then Dan Mullen just slides in under McCarthy in Dallas, and Dan Mullen becomes the offensive coordinator to the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott. You tell me that's a bad idea. I don't know if that'll work. What wasn't Dan Mullen together with Dak Prescott? Didn't they have success, if I'm not mistaken, at Mississippi State? Did they not? No. Wouldn't you say that was where he was his most successful? And you know, even maybe Virginia Tech. If Virginia Tech wants to get away from that defensive mindset that they've had for the longest time, Dan Mullen would be a complete paradigm shift. Offensive, throw the ball, vertical, vert- vertical. So there you go. Florida should hire Dan Mullen. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Florida should hire Lane Kiffin. Dan Mullen, if he wants to coach collegiately, TCU should offer them the job. If he doesn't get the TCU job, Virginia Tech, if not, Dan, take a step back. I can see him becoming the offensive coordinator of the Cowboys because Kellen Moore is going to get an NFL head coaching job. Okay. Where should guys go? I wrote this down. Where should everybody go? Where should everybody go? What should this carousel look like at the end of the year? I mentioned Lane Kiffin. To Florida. That's what that, that's the hire. That is the hire. Dave Aranda should be the next head coach at LSU. He's a defensive coordinator there. He's gonna go ten and two at Baylor in two years. He's flipped the, that thing around after a losing year. He's a good football coach. He knows how to recruit Texas at LSU. He's a good stable guy. They don't want nonsense there. Dave Aranda is the right hire for LSU. The Lincoln Riley stuff I'm not falling for. It. You can fall for it if you want. I'm not going to. Dave Aranda, LSU, Lane Kiffin, Florida. How the re- how's the rest of this layout? Well, if you believe James Franklin is going to USC, exactly. Luke Fickle's going to Southern Cal. If you believe that James Franklin is going to USC, then Penn State hires Luke Fickle. That's what should happen in that case, should that domino fall. If USC hires Luke Fickle, then Cincinnati, well, I don't know, hire Northern Illinois head coach, whatever you want to do there. Now what? Well, now you look around, what, what does Virginia Tech do? What does Virginia Tech do? If I'm Virginia Tech, I sniff around with Dan Mullen, but if I'm Virginia Tech, I hire Dave Clawson. Dave Clawson, even though they got smoked by Clemson, what Vanderbilt is to the SEC is what Wake Forest is to the ACC and what Stanford is to the Pac-12 academically. And he's going to win it, or he's going to go to the championship game, right? Dave Clawson has done a remarkable job. He coached where? Bowling Green, right? And then he's at Wake, so he knows how to recruit that area of the country. If I am Virginia Tech, I hire Dave Clawson away from Wake Forest. Say, oh, he's not good enough for what we want to do here. What, win his division in the conference? Because you're not doing it. At least he's doing it. That's who Virginia Tech should hire. What should Miami do if they move on from Manny Diaz? Here's the one that I look at and go, yikes. Yikes. What do they do? What's Miami do? If you want a guy that can grow with a program that's young, then, you know, I don't know... (laughs) 
a selling point for Miami is going to be tough. I, I think Miami, if you want to look for a place for Billy Napier, it'd be Miami. Again, in Florida, you're going to tell me, and this is where I'm going back. If you're going to tell me that Dan Mullen wasn't ready, he didn't have he didn't have the chops for Florida. That dude went 10-2 and two and went to the Orange Bowl and was ranked number one at Mississippi State. So I got the job. He was a two-time national champion as offensive coordinator at Florida. He's not ready for it, but Billy Napier is. Why? Because he's doing to the Sun Belt what Eli Drinkwitz did to it? And then what? What's our other one? That's it? Well, who's Ole Miss going to hire? <laughs> Brady Hoke. No, not Brady Hoke. That's what I would do. That, that's where everybody should go. That, that, that's the logical sense now. Splash hires here and splash hires there. Eh, come on. Come on. Remember, adults don't make splashes. Kids make splashes in pools. Urban coming back. No. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, Urban's not coming back. No. Although this fan base, I tell you what, it turned on Urban. Turned on Urban big time, right? And now they want him back. This fan base turned on Muschamp. He should come back and be the defensive coordinator. Yeah, if I'm Will Muschamp, I really want to come back here in Florida. I can stay at Georgia with Kirby Smart as he continues to give me five or six first and second round draft picks on defense every year. I can come to Florida and what? You can hate me again? Pass. Pass. Really quick, college football playoff prediction. Like it, love it, hate it. Here's what it's going to look like on Tuesday. Here's what it's going to look like. Number one is going to be Georgia. Number two is going to be Ohio State. Number three is going to be Alabama. Number four is going to be Michigan. Number five is going to be Cincinnati. Number six is going to be Notre Dame. And number seven is going to be Oklahoma State. The only thing I may be off on is they may keep Bama two, just so they have a one versus two SEC championship game. They may do that. But mark my word, if Georgia's one, Alabama is going to be three or two. And whichever one they're not, Ohio State's going to be. Michigan's going to be four. Michigan will jump Cincinnati this week. They just are. Why? Because they can't. They want another play-in game. The Michigan State-Ohio State game. Ah, play-in game. That's why they keep these teams up there. Michigan State shouldn't be behind Michigan. They beat them. If Michigan State would have beat Ohio State, the committee would have been, no, you're right, we made a mistake. Up they come. Yeah, see, I told you. But Ohio State drilled Michigan State, so it's like, see, we were right. One Georgia, two Ohio State, three Bama, four Michigan, Five, Cincinnati, six, Notre Dame, seven, Oklahoma State. When it's all said and done, I'll tell you right now, two weeks from now, two weeks from now, number one is going to be Georgia, number two is going to be Ohio State, number three is going to be Cincinnati, and number four is going to be Notre Dame. And you get mad all you want and hate them all you want, who should be there? Hmm? Well, th- then, then who? Mississippi with two losses should be there? Come on. What's going to happen? You can like it. You can hate it. You can despise it. I'm just here to tell you the truth. I'm a sports doctor. I come in and diagnose you. Uh, do you want me to tell you the truth or not? Lie to me, doc. Okay, you're fine. You come back later. I, I just don't feel good. Well, that's because you have eight venereal diseases, but you wanted me to lie to you. Sports doctor. Diagnose, tell you the truth. That's what's going to happen. Uh, follow, share, like, subscribe if you haven't done so. Harp on Sports, the YouTube channel. Check it out. We keep all of our videos there. The new HarpOnSports.com. It's updated. Looks great and strong. Check it out when you get the chance. And there you go. And remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein. Have fun with your friends.